The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south and the transcendent power of God touches earth in the humility of Christ, here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country, we gathered. We gather for ordered worship. We welcome you, our congregation at 735 Commonwealth Avenue, our radio congregation across New England at NPR WBUR 90.9 FM and around the globe by internet at WBUR.org. We invite your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection for forms of ministry in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us here for worship come Sunday, especially today, World Communion Sunday. We welcome our colleague, friend, and partner, the University Chaplain for Lutheran Students, the Reverend Ms. Joanne Enquist, as our celebrant this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
You are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy for giving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask, except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the Epistle to the Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and chapter 2, verses 5 through 12. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. Now God did not subject the coming world, about which we are speaking, to angels. But someone has testified somewhere, what are human beings that you are mindful of them? or mortals that you care for them. You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things under their feet. Now in subjecting all things to them, God left nothing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them, but we do see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, is bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray responsively Psalm 26 with the Antiphon. and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in faithfulness to you. I do not sit with the worthless, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the company of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence, and go around your altar, O Lord, singing aloud a song of thanksgiving, and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the house in which you dwell, and the place where your glory abides. Do not sweep me away with sinners, nor my life with the bloodthirsty, those in whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great congregation, I will bless the Lord. Rise up in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Day and the reading of the Gospel. of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark, chapter 10, verses 2 through 16. Glory to you, O Lord. Some Pharisees came, and to test him they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then, in the house of the disciples, the disciples asked him again about this matter. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, 
laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Remember who you are. It may be that at one time, perhaps not so long ago, someone said to you, remember who you are as you left home, as you set out on the journey of life, the journey of faith. From this pulpit, repeatedly, many years ago, Howard Thurman would acclaim, you are a child of God. When circumstances change, it can be a bit more difficult to remember. When times and seasons are altered, it can also be a bit more difficult to remember. When location shifts, memory is connected to space, it can be a little bit more difficult to remember who you are. All about us in this great community and university, we have those emerging and growing into full adulthood. Uh, a freshman in Warren Towers, a, a sophomore at West Campus, a junior along Bay State Road, one struggling to move from loneliness to community, another dealing with one of life's smaller or bigger mistakes, perhaps, a third wrestling with regret. Remember who you are, because there is a kind of spiritual amnesia that can befall us, which leads us straightway to the Gospel of Mark, as perhaps you suspected it would. Mark, in the 10th chapter, is yet another set of verses in which the Gospel writer is addressing his concern for the forgetfulness of his community. We are, in Mark 10, 40 years after Christ. 40 years is a, is a long time. You can become a bit forgetful. And in the course of his whole gospel, it may well be said, Mark is on the kiwi, watchful, to protect against a kind of spiritual amnesia. No, it's really more a kind of Christological amnesia in his community. He is afraid that his people, his church, will forget the nature of Christ and so be tempted to rely heavily or wrongly on a certain form of Mosaic law. They will forget and so be tempted to despair in the face of tribulation. They will forget and so be tempted to mislocate Christ, he who dwelt in the periphery, not in the center, but in the periphery. Now, these particular teachings have a history and a future beyond Mark. I encourage you in the later afternoon to read just the way Matthew, 20 years later, will amend, open, modify Mark chapter 10. Or look at Paul some years earlier in 1 Corinthians 7. He too, though perhaps in earshot of the dominical saying here, yet has his own rendering. May we pause just for a moment, well beloved, to notice the freedom with which the early church applied and interpreted even the Lord's sayings, even the dominical sayings like these here. We are in the midst of fragments of memory, stylized memory, which Mark has gathered up, two sayings that really don't fit very well with each other on marriage, women and men, and then a nice little sermon vignette, a location, an opening, a saying, suffer the little children to come unto me, do not hinder them to such belongs the kingdom of God, and a closing. 
Mark is reminding his congregation of the nature of Christ. He's resisting a kind of Christological amnesia that can befall us in any age. Some of us were taught by Koseki Koyama, a Japanese Christian. I invite you to read his book titled Water Buffalo Theology. The title itself ought to draw you. He grew up near the imperial temple and heard through his lifetime the lasting, the everlasting character of the temple, which of course, following in through the events of World War II, did not last, and he was drawn to Jeremiah and captured by those words, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, and he summarized for his Pacific Asian Christian community, Koyama did, the nature of the gospel as the movement from center to periphery. So here is Mark taking his stand among the needs of those lacking voice, needing presence, women and children, offering good news for those upon the periphery. We have among us graduate students and others who are working to engage life along the periphery with students and others, gathering and engaging. It's a painstaking, it's an hour-consuming, it's a, a labor of love, and we commend them. And sometimes for, it, it can seem, I, I imagine, that just one responding or another over time is not exactly what you want to see. But let me in illustration, give this one example. In 1984, Jan and I were assigned to a church community in an urban setting nearby a large northeastern nominally Methodist university. Does it begin to sound familiar? This was Syracuse, New York. There were in the congregation the first Sunday 35 present, all but two of whom had died by the time of our next assignment. But around us we learned by reading the local newspaper, there were 6,000 students living east of Ostrom, Ostrom Avenue. So the next fall we determined we're going to have a dinner. And we prepared the meal and before that we put out flyers all around. This is before the age of Facebook, by the way, if you can imagine. We distributed, we went to the highways and byways, we fanned the flames, we beat the drum. Six o'clock was approaching in a church cavernous with 40 empty rooms. We cleaned one up and set the meal, 5.45, 5.55, 6 p.m., 6.05, 6.10, no one present until at last through the door came one young woman, a sophomore, and here is what she did not say. She did not say, where is everybody? She did not say, am I the only one? She did not say, is this going to begin at some other hour? Here is what she said. So good to be here. I'm so hungry. Thank you. I love a turkey dinner. Thank you for inviting me. What a great church. So many rooms. Is it haunted? I'm coming back next week. I'm going to bring my two roommates and their boyfriends. I don't have a boyfriend, but if I do by that time, I'll bring him along too. One child of God from Smithtown, Long Island, came along. And we've had the same experience here in the last couple of years. One and two on a servant team, and then last Sunday, 90 picking apples out in the great beyond. There is a capacity for integrity when we remember who we are. And from that one evening, there then grew a ministry and a Sunday evening fellowship and a house and a part-time minister and a newsletter, the Epworth News, and a future from one child of God. Remember who you are. Howard Thurman's most important book is Jesus and the Disinherited. If you haven't read it, read it soon. Page 55, he records, the doom of children is the greatest tragedy of the disinherited, and on page 56, he writes, nevertheless, the psychological impact, person by person, of remembering that one is a child of God is an ever effervescent empowerment for leading and growing and improving. There is 
a hopefulness that comes when the spiritual, call it Christological, amnesia lifts. Today we are celebrating World Communion Sunday. We have as our guest our university chaplain for Lutheran students, the Reverend Joanne Enquist. The Lutherans gathered in meetings this summer. They have a number of meetings, as do other denominations. They made yet a fuller statement about the full humanity of gay people this summer. I trust and hope my own denomination will not be too far behind. I pray and trust and hope. In the same gathering, there was a communion statement between Lutherans and Methodists, and all of the ministers there, the pastors, were encouraged sometime in this year to hug a Methodist. So following service today, you may want to find a way to greet Joanne in a very particular and personal mode and way. We remember at the Lord's table who we are and whose we are. We remember, according to this text, Jesus at the periphery, standing, Jesus among the lost, Jesus among the last, Jesus among the little, Jesus among the least, Jesus among those moving and growing and living in his spirit. Jesus' presence is our healing for Christological amnesia, or at least so we read in the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 10, verses 2 and following. Amen.
peace of the Lord be always with you. Again, I'd like to welcome Joanne Inquist, who's the university chaplain for Lutheran students. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you for being here with us. My name is Elizabeth Fomby. I'm the director of hospitality here at Marsh Chapel. And one of the things we're uh, striving to improve upon is to get to know each and every one of your names. So one way that we can, um, uh, I'd say, aid that process is to sign in in the red books. Um, they're towards the center aisle of your pews. If you just write your name, that way we can get to know you a little bit better. And also you can get to know those folks who are sitting next to you. We have potluck today after the service downstairs in the Marsh Room. We'd love to have you there to join us for that. The LGBTQ ministry is going to be um, hosting the first two of its fall lectures this fall, or sorry, this Tuesday and Thursday. If you'd like to find out more information, please check out the chapel website. And lastly, the Marsh Forum, the last of the, the two for um, a discussion on Ephesus Turkey is going to be today during the potluck in the Thurman Room. And if you're welcome to bring your food from the potluck into the forum, so we'd love to have you there. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
for joys of the earth, cycles and seasons, beginnings and endings. To you we offer these gifts, signs of your gracious love. Use them and us for works that reflect your goodness in the world. Through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, who seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your law. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Friends, hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. And also with you. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right, a good and joyful thing always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. From one you have made every nation and people to live on all the face of the earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join the unending Blessed is your beloved Jesus Christ, by the baptism of whose suffering, death, and resurrection you gave birth to your church, delivering us from slavery to sin and death, making with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. Christ Jesus commissioned us to be witnesses to the ends of the earth and to make disciples of all nations. Today, people from all the world join together at table, remembering him. On the night when he was handed over while eating a meal at Passover with his friends, Jesus took the bread and gave thanks. He shared it with his friends, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this and remember me. In the same way also, when the meal was ended, Jesus took the cup, gave thanks to God, and shared it with his friends, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is God's new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for the many, so that sin will be forgiven. Do this whenever you drink it, and remember me. And so in remembrance of these mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us, and we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with your church throughout the world and strengthen it in every nation, among every people, to witness faithfully in your name. By your Spirit make us one with Christ one with each other, one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at the heavenly banquet. 
through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours in your servant church, Almighty God, now and forever. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. of God which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the voice, the word, and the listener remain with you now and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>